Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Maryland and Virginia's battle for FBI headquarters. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Will D.C. soon be the largest U.S. city to let you ride buses for free? It was a case of being in the right place at the right time for two area firefighters. I'm Mike Marilla. WTOP News Time, 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Dell Small Business. Linda Kenyon in Washington. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky may visit Washington, D.C. tomorrow. Here's CBS's Robert Costa. Congresswoman Marcy Kaptur, the co-chair of the Congressional Ukraine Caucus, says there are ongoing serious efforts being made behind the scenes to bring Zelensky to the Capitol on Wednesday to address Congress. This would be, if he makes it, Zelensky's first time in Washington since Russia first invaded Ukraine 300 days ago. The visit comes just as Congress is set to vote on a year-end spending package that includes emergency aid to Ukraine. The fate of a pandemic-era policy meant to deter migrants is now in the hands of the Supreme Court. The Biden administration just asked the Supreme Court to deny the request by Republican-led states to delay the termination of the Title 42 border restrictions, saying the states are not entitled to intervene in the case. Title 42 was put in place during the pandemic. Lifting the restrictions may fuel a spike in migrant arrivals, but the administration says there's no longer a public health basis for the policy, which it calls obsolete. Stacey Lynn, CBS News, Washington. A strong earthquake that shook awake Northern California residents early this morning has left two people dead and at least 11 others injured. Jasmine Veal reports from Los Angeles. Uh, I thought, okay, here we go. The quake was followed by more than two dozen aftershocks in Humboldt County. Thousands were left without electricity and homes were damaged. Power was also out in nearby Fortuna, where the quake broke windows at some businesses and tossed products off store shelves. The six point four magnitude quake struck near the small town of Ferndale, northwest of San Francisco. The Midwest is prepping for another winter storm. The latest winter blast comes just as holiday travel kicks in. Forecasters say the Chicago area and portions of neighboring Indiana could be in line for at least a foot of snow and high wind as soon as Thursday. Karen Pride with Chicago's Department of Aviation says preparations are underway at O'Hare and Midway airports, but when the rough weather hits... The airlines cancel flights. The airport does not. And if there are issues here and uh, flights are not going to be allowed to come into O'Hare for or, or Midway, for a certain amount of time. That's up to the FAA. Chicago is a major hub for those trying to make connecting flights. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News, Chicago. Federal authorities looking at a major car rental company. The federal government's road safety agency says it's investigating allegations that Hertz rented vehicles to customers without getting required recall repairs. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says it has information that Hertz rented Nissan and Ford vehicles that were not repaired under safety recall. CBS's Jim Crisula. This is CBS News. Dell Technologies Days of Deals start now with specials on select business PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Good evening, everybody. It is 6.03, and we're happy you're with us on this Tuesday, December the 20th. It's 38 degrees. Howard. I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story is a temporary truce between Maryland and Virginia in their fights over the new FBI headquarters. But that battle has spilled over into Congress's efforts to avoid a government shutdown. WTOP's Mitchell Miller is on Capitol Hill. It was no easy feat 
to piece this bill together. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer speaking about the $1.7 trillion omnibus. At one point during negotiations over the bill, there was a standoff over the Maryland delegation's efforts to put in language that could help get the D.C. FBI headquarters moved to Maryland. Landover and Greenbelt are proposed sites, but so is Springfield in Virginia. The bill now calls for the GSA to meet with representatives of both states within 90 days after its passage to go over relocation requirements as the states continue to fight over what would be a big boost for their economies. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. You may have heard rumblings about free Metro bus rides in the district next year. It may be more than just rumblings. The D.C. Council took a final unanimous vote today to make bus rides for free starting this summer. If Mayor Muriel Bowser signs it, you could be riding D.C. buses at no charge as soon as July. And D.C. residents would get 100 bucks a month loaded on their smart trip cards starting in 2024. For those who like to party or need to work really late, the measure funds 12 major bus lines to run all night. With the mayor's approval, D.C. would become the largest U.S. city to offer free bus rides. Well, more immediately, Metro wants to help you get around over the holiday for a couple of days starting on Christmas. Trains and buses will operate on a Sunday schedule. Metro Rail runs from 7 a.m. to midnight those two days. Expect Green Line trains to run every eight minutes. Red Line trains every 10. Blue, Orange and Silver Line trains will show up every 15 minutes. On Sunday, it's a regular $2 fare. Monday, it's off-peak prices all day. Two area firefighters and a police officer are being hailed as heroes after saving a driver's life in Anne Arundel County. WTOP's Mike Marillo says the rescue happened yesterday, and we've got a warning. The report includes the sound of sirens. It was Monday afternoon on Route 50 when Prince George's County firefighters Jared Badger and Mitchell Owen from Station 806 found an Anne Arundel County police officer trying to save a driver from a fiery crash. It was just an incredible story of being at the right place at the right time. Alan Doubleday with Prince George's County Fire and EMS says the firefighters had a patient in their ambulance at the time but made the call to stop and help. Jumped out and immediately assisted with force and entry into that vehicle. In dash cam video, you can see the police officer use a baton to break the glass of the door and then the firefighters using their bare hands to remove the broken glass to get to the driver. Matter of seconds, they pulled the unconscious victim out of that vehicle. Doubleday on the firefighters' reaction to being called heroes here. They feel that doing the job is all the, the thanks that they need. In Forestville, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. After reports of a sexually abusive teacher at the Duke Ellington School of the Arts, the head of D.C.'s public school says his system will be taking over that esteemed institution. But many parents and students, they are protesting over the move. Destin Montague recited one of his poems from memory here outside D.C. School Chancellor Louis Farabee's office. They have definitely like made me build up my confidence to even be able to come up here and say a piece to you guys. It was one of dozens protesting against the DCPS takeover of Duke Ellington School of the Arts. I feel that it's very detrimental, honestly. like Our arts program is definitely like imperative. They shouldn't be able to take it away. Doreen Blue, a parent with the school's PTA, points to the graduation rate of 98% as reason to leave the school alone. Take over what you need to do with DCPS and bring their scores up. In a statement, DCPS says they plan to preserve the school's curriculum for future students. In Northeast D.C., Luke Luger, WTOP News. The D.C. school's report card is out and the news is good. Almost 75% of students earned a diploma this year, which is roughly 2% higher than last year. That number includes charter schools. 
Dr. Christina Grant is the D.C. school superintendent. She says they're all proud of the growth and will continue preparing students for college, careers, and life after school. Up ahead on WTOP, new developments tonight in the battle over southern border border policy that has reached the Supreme Court. We'll get the latest from Politico at 6.07. WEPA's group term life insurance helps you secure your family's future. While Fegley coverage is based on your salary... WEPA provides up to $1.5 million in coverage regardless of salary. We also offer increased benefit amounts for your spouse and children. And in the end, they matter the most. Learn why over 46,000 feds chose WEPA to protect their families. Learn more at waepa.org. Here's a highlight from Raj Jammy, the Chief Technologist for Advanced Technologies at MITRE, on Federal News Network's Executive Briefing, sponsored by MITRE. The important factor that we have to keep in mind is we need to approach the problem of semiconductor technology a little more holistically than we've been doing so far. In the past, it was it was simply a question of scale, and uh, you have a next-generation node, or perhaps you have a new architecture and you have a next-generation node. It's no longer so. To learn more, visit Federal News Network. Search MITRE. WTOP News Time 608. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Bob uh, Imler. Ball, uh, let's see, northbound Baltimore, Washington Parkway, quite slow from about 202. Getting up to the Beltway, there is a crash along the left side of the roadway. Very heavy and slow. And uh, getting up to the Beltway. Once you get beyond the Beltway, you're good to go, though, on the BW Parkway on 95. On uh, 29 southbound before Route 32, believe they have the crash out of the roadway now. And uh, 270, that just slows in a few stretches here and there. Nothing specific. But southbound on the 270 spur, very slow from democracy. That goes all the way to the American Legion Bridge. Along the way, a new crash, believe it's to be on the shoulder, though, just after River Road. Interloop quite heavy from 66 all the way to the American Legion Bridge off and on to 270. On the George Washington Parkway southbound, traffic is quite slow getting past 123. Maybe an incident up ahead there. Uh, really unexplained delay. Northbound, not unexplained, pretty normal. Delays start after 123, headed for the Beltway. 66 westbound, briefly slow in Vienna, Fairfax City, and Centerville. And 95 south, heaviest from Lorton over the Occoquan. Beyond that, just brief slowdowns here and there. Outer loop slows the telegraph to the Wilson Bridge. And in Maryland, uh, things are doing okay on 50, getting out to the Bay Bridge. Earlier crash we had on the Outer Loop after Richie Marlboro, that cleared quite some time ago. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit FitzMall.com. Transparency you can trust. Bob Inwood, WTLP Traffic. All right, let's go to Storm Team 4 and Amelia Draper. A few clouds out there tonight with lows in the 20s to around 30. For tomorrow, partly sunny, highs in the low to mid-40s. Rain is in the forecast on Thursday. Small chance for a wintry mix early, mainly ice north and west of Washington, but not a huge deal with temperatures warming to near 50. On Friday, we start off around 50 and fall into the 20s and 30s by the midday hours as winds pick up. We could see any rain ending as a brief period of snow, but no accumulation in the forecast in the metro area and then bitterly cold for the holiday weekend. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. We've got 38 degrees in Roslyn. Farragut Square is also at 38 degrees. And right now, Laurel, 36. It's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 611. 
unfolding tonight, the fate of a pandemic-era policy meant to deter migrants. It's now in the hands of the U.S. Supreme Court. The Biden administration has just asked the court to end Title 42. That goes against a request by Republican-led states to keep it going. Joining us live, Politico White House correspondent Maya Ward. Hey, Maya, thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So right now, the uh, chief justice is keeping the policy in place until this is all hashed out. What more can you tell us about tonight's news with that formal response from the Biden administration to the state's efforts to keep Title 42 alive? As you said, you know, the Department of Justice opposed a longer term stay. They're disagreeing with the states. But what's interesting here, um, and we're actually working on a breaking piece about this now, is they're saying that they can no longer wind down Title 42 by tomorrow, even, you know, if the Supreme Court does allow, allow the lower court's ruling to take effect. So they're now basically asking for additional time, um, by the end of day to keep the policy in place by end of day on December 27th. And then if the court doesn't reach a decision until December 23rd or later, they're asking for two business days to implement new policies at the border. Wow, that is interesting stuff. Now, of course, uh, lifting the restrictions may fuel a spike in migrant arrivals. Border towns are they're, they're panicked about this. So what is the White House saying about that? Yeah, I mean, behind the scenes, I think there is a lot of stress. I mean, they are discussing policies to restrict the number of migrants who can apply for asylum. Um, So there's a lot of scrambling right now to try to put other policies in place. But it's definitely looking like it's going to be a mess in the coming weeks and months, just because the system overall is so bogged down from, you know, processing when people come in to the asylum processing system. So, you know, it's looking, it's setting things up to be a border crisis. You know, just kind of curious on the Democratic side, where are people on this? Is there a lot of division? I mean, on the Democratic side, the critics are a little bit quieter. You're definitely hearing a lot more Republican pressure. But, I mean, there's criticism all around, you know, major concern that, especially from Democratic representatives, you know, in these border towns, that the administration is not prepared for what's to come this week. Just because no one yet has, you know, they've laid out various things that they plan to do, surging resources and things like that. But there's nothing super concrete about what their planning is going to look like and what that backup plan is going to be. So, I think there's a lot of stress among members of both parties about, you know, how everything is going to play out if Title 42 does lift this week. Maya, thanks for your help on this tonight. Appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. Politico White House correspondent Maya Ward. 614. The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is officially live in Maryland. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports with DraftKings anytime and anywhere right here in Maryland. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with promo code WTOP will receive $200 in free bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features, including same-game parlays, unlimited player props, 
and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go for all my sports betting needs. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code WTOP to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code WTOP. Please play responsibly for help. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 plus physically present in Maryland. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. See DraftKings.com slash MD for full terms and conditions. On WTOP, here's how Wall Street performed today. The Dow ends the day up 92 points. The stock that's having its worst year since the dot-com crash. I'm Jeff Glabel. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Dave, they're far from Washington. And, and just as far from successful. <laughs> Wizards continuing their road trip in Phoenix. Bradley Beal and company may be 0-9 in November, but... You know, it's not easy to win in this league. It's not easy to, you know, get yourself out of the you know, slumps in a way. You know, you know nobody's going to feel sorry for us. you got to just go out and, and believe in ourselves and, and stick together and continue to realize that, you know, we can, we can turn it around, but we got to believe we can do it. Bill scored 29 points in his return to the lineup two nights ago. Meanwhile, Kristaps Porzingis is questionable with a non-COVID illness this evening. 9 p.m. start on 1500 a.m. NFL Ravens claim wide receiver Sammy Watkins off waivers. Baltimore has put just 29 points on the board over the last three weeks. Commanders held a walk through an Ashburn cornerback Benjamin St. Juice trying to work his way back to the field for the first time since the Week 11 game at Houston. Head coach Ron Rivera. The big thing is, he, you know, he's got to be able to plant drive. And and coming off of a high ankle, that's that's probably one of the things that, you know, you, you really have to see. I do know when he does part of his rehab, one of the things that he has to be able to do is get up on the one foot. At 645, we'll hear from quarterback Taylor Heineke regarding his starting status. Washington at San Francisco Saturday. Men's College Hoops Georgetown visits number two UConn at 630 later. Number six, Virginia's at 22nd ranked Miami. Dave Preston, WTOP Sports. Okay, Dave, thanks. 617 on WTOP. And it's campaign 2023, but did you even know there was an election going on right now? Some Fairfax County voters have not been very motivated to replace a state delegate who stepped down earlier this year. WTOP's Nick Ionelli tells us about a low turnout. Early voting started a month ago in the race to replace Mark Keem, the longtime Democratic state delegate who resigned. So far, we've had very low turnout, um, less than 100 voters in person. Fairfax County General Registrar Eric Spicer says more than 5,000 ballots have been mailed to voters, and of those, only 1,500 have been returned. There's still time as Election Day itself is on January 10th, with Democrat Holly Siebold facing Republican Monique Baruti in the 35th district that includes areas of Tysons, Vienna, Dunloring, and Oakton. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Now to the top stories we're working on at WTOP. President Biden prepares to host Ukraine's wartime president. Multiple news outlets report Volodymyr Zelensky is coming to D.C. tomorrow. An unexpected negotiation point showed up in budget talks to avoid a federal government shutdown, and it's the fight between our local states over a new FBI headquarters. Riding metro buses in the district could be free starting this summer, but there's still one major impediment. We'll discuss it ahead. Keep it here on WTOP for full details in the minutes ahead. 618. We've got your traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Bob Imler. Pretty long delays northbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway from about 202 up toward the Beltway. There has been a crash along the left side of the roadway. I believe they do have it on the left shoulder now, though. So better news. Out by New York Avenue, hung up badly getting to West Virginia, Montana. One stop in the center lane on New York Avenue. 
North of the Beltway on 95 of the BW Parkway and on 270, for the most part, you're doing all right. But in Thermont, southbound 15 at Angleburger Road, all the southbound lanes initially blocked by the crash, northbound getting by by squeezing to the right. 50 out to the Bay Bridge, you are good to go. And in Virginia, northbound on 95, after exit 150 Triangle, the crash is on the right side again. That's northbound on 95. Southbound, you slow from Newington over the Occoquan to 123. Doing okay on 66, heavy and slow getting out through Vienna, Fairfax City, and Centerville. An interloop delay start after 66 and before Route 7 headed up toward 270. And George Washington Parkway southbound, very slow getting past 123 for uh, a reason not quite clear uh, to a point just south of the Glebe Road overpass. Northbound traffic is slow from about the CIA getting up to the Beltway. Donate your car to carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. Hurry to get a maximum 2022 tax deduction and a vacation voucher. Bob Inwood, WTLP Traffic. Let's go back to Storm Team 4, Amelia Draper. Amelia, you you haven't changed things as far as uh, how cold it's going to get here at the end of the week. Oh, my gosh, Sean. I mean, we're going to have temperatures Friday morning at 50 degrees. By the midday hours, we're in the 20s and 30s. And by Friday evening, we'll have temperatures in the teens and wind chills even in the single digits and below zero. So really cold air moves in Friday later in the day. And it's with us for Saturday and Sunday. Temperatures over the weekend only warming into the 20s with wind chills remaining in the single digits and teens. Now, tonight it's cold. Lows in the 20s. Tomorrow, 40s for highs. Partly sunny skies on your Wednesday. Thursday and Friday, we're looking at rain, especially for Thursday as the system moves in Thursday morning. Bit of a wintry mix is possible, mainly ice and mainly north and west of the D.C. metro area. As we head throughout the day Thursday, it's really all rain. So the good news is it's wet roads versus slick roads if you are traveling. And then on Friday, as the system comes to an end, we could see a brief burst of snow, something we'll monitor. But with surface temperatures above freezing, excuse me, accumulating snow, uh, unlikely. But something, obviously, we'll be keeping a close look at. Currently, Aspen Hill coming in at 33 degrees, Silver Spring at 35, and farther to the south, uh, Bailey's Crossroads at 34. Thanks, Amelia. Brought to you by New Look Home Design, the roofing experts. Call 1-800-279-5300. And coming up on WTOP, we'll talk about the storm system that's going to affect us here in the days ahead, how it's going to affect the rest of the country while folks are traveling. And then a llama was on the loose in our area. We'll tell you about that. Yeah. yeah. 621. Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. And it's that time of year when we pause for a bit and reflect on our true blessings. Do you know what I consider to be one of the greatest blessings as a business owner? My employees and coworkers. We have people from many different backgrounds and walks of life, and they make my job incredibly rewarding. I truly enjoy getting to know and work with each one of them. Better yet, our customers rave about their experiences with them. If you want to meet some exceptional people to help you with your foot, knee, hip, or back pain, then visit us at the Goodfeet store and see for yourself. For over 25 years, Goodfeet Art Supports have been helping to improve the quality of people's lives, and we'd love the chance to do the same for you. Stop by the Goodfeet store and let one of our Art Support Specialists give you a free fitting and test walk. The Goodfeet Store has seven locations in Greater D.C. and in Greater Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon 
at the Goodfeet store. Washington is making it more expensive for American businesses of all sizes to invest in research and development. Left unchanged, it will be more difficult for America to compete with China, create good-paying jobs, and develop new cutting-edge technologies here at home. With the economy facing a downturn, we cannot afford to put our businesses and workers at greater risk. It's time for Congress to reinstate nearly 70 years of bipartisan pro-innovation policy. Fix R&D expensing. Paid for by Business Roundtable. Unyang and Jumio Labanji here. Every morning, News for Today is working for you the minute you wake up. Getting you up to speed on the big stories happening in your neighborhood before you head out the door. And I'm Chuck Bell, preparing you with your hour-by-hour -hour Storm Team 4 forecast and making sure your kids are bus stop ready. Melissa Malay here, getting you where you need to be on time with first four traffic reports. We're making your mornings a little easier. Working for you weekday mornings from 4 to 7 on News for Today. You're listening to WTOP News. 623. Millions of Americans in the Midwest are bracing for blizzard conditions this week. A massive winter storm is moving across the country from the West, and its timing could not be worse for many holiday travelers. From tomorrow night until Friday, snow could disrupt flights and travel hubs like Denver, Minneapolis, and Chicago. CBS News travel editor Peter Greenberg tells us that you aren't in the clear just because you're not traveling to the Midwest. It's not where you're going or where you're coming back from, it's where your plane has to get to to get to you. And if it's going through places in the Midwest, like Chicago, where they're expecting anywhere from 9 to 12 inches of snow this Thursday and Friday, you have a problem. Greenberg says airlines are already canceling some flights and offering waivers to passengers to rebook at a later date, but... That date could be after the holidays. We've got new information on a dramatic helicopter search Sunday night in Fairfax County. Fairfax one overhead. We got the llama. Stand by for notches. A llama. Yeah, they, they, they've got the llama. I love the way he said it. Llama on the loose. Fairfax County Police Chopper used thermal imaging to find the missing llama near the Fairfax County Parkway and Popeshead Road in Fairfax Station. From there, the officers chased the animal on foot. Catching it wasn't easy. Come here, Mr. Llama. Oh, so close. Thankfully, the llama wasn't armed. <laughs> After a few tries, they did safely load the llama into a trailer and brought it to the Fairfax County Animal Shelter. All right. Good job. WTOP at 625, Money News 25 and 55. Let's get to Jeff Claybaugh. Some gains finally, not big ones. By the close, the Dow was up 92 points. The F&P 500 index was up four points. The Nasdaq finished the day up just one point today. Amazon stock soared during the pandemic surge in online shopping. It has lost half its value this year, wiping out all of its pandemic gains. This is Amazon's worst year since the dot-com crash in 2000. Home builders are significantly cutting back now. New construction of single-family homes fell to the lowest level since May of 2020 last month. We paid a stream movie so we don't have to watch commercials. Last month was the first month for Netflix's new ad-supported plan. It was a flop, accounting for just 9% of new subscribers. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save big at Whole Foods Market. Get your premium spiral sliced bone in ham for just $5.39 per pound with Prime through December 25th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. 
Keep it here on WTOP. We have breaking news that Ukraine's leader could be coming to Washington. 626. Here's Tavarius Peoples, CIO G6 for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers on Federal Insights, sponsored by Okta. Cloud is a true enabler, um, and from a Corps of Engineers perspective, we are aggressively moving to the cloud. We're moving a lot of our applications to the cloud due to the efficiencies that it brings, as well as the ability to collaborate throughout the enterprise and share data. And with that being said, from a zero trust perspective, we are baking those concepts.